Hello, yummy mummies. Welcome to Beyond the Bump, a podcast brought to you by Jade Caldwell and Sophie Pierce. This podcast is targeted at mums, mums to be, and women in general. And gents, feel free to have a listen too. It's a place to have real discussions and ask real questions, no matter how hard, with honest and authentic people. The aim is to have you feeling lighter, more supported, and more understood after every listen. Now, we can't promise that it will always be kept PG, so please be mindful around little ears. Here we go. If there is one thing that we can be sure of in womanhood, it's that most menstruating females have a horrifying period story. Some of our legendary listeners, aka you, were able to share with us their stories and laugh. The other women, well, they can't really do that because they've probably drowned in their own menstrual blood <laughs> and are sadly now all dead. So as dramatic as that sounds. Oh, they've died of humiliation. <laughs> either way, probably both. But um, we're here today to tell the stories of the ones that still live. <laughs> yeah, we are here to basically just tell everyone else's embarrassing yeah. stories. We are sharing an absolute mixed bag from first periods, relationship orkies, hectic hookups, all the way down to what our kids say about our periods. I'm so excited. I'm trying to think back if I don't have my own stories or if I've like suppressed them through embarrassment and as we go through this, things are going to pop up. I hope they pop up. I was definitely throughout my teens. I feel like I'm getting better now because I'm at the point that I'm like, if I had blood on my clothes, who gives a rat's ass? And that's to say that this is in no way shaming periods, bleeding through <laughs> anything because, like, we've all been there. But I've always been one of those really anxious women at that time of the month where, like, every time I stand up I'll be like, can you check me, can you check me? Like, I'll just, like, nick nose and I've got my period and I'm like, every time we stand up you need to do, do you a have a check. heavy flow? Not too bad. Like day two's heavy. Yeah. And is that when you're most paranoid? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. And I would say that it's definitely got heavier since having kids mm. and now it always comes on at night. It used to, like, it. I always get my first oh. bleed at night. So often I'll get it on the sheets because I'll not even, like, really realise it's coming because it always starts in the night time. See, I track mine now with period tracker. So I... It's probably how I ended up pregnant because yeah, I don't track. <laughs> that, that is probably why. All right, let's get stuck in. You have not listened or read or heard any of these that have come in via email, via DMs. It is absolutely pigeon. classic. Pigeon. pigeon. The period pigeon bought us some. Yeah. So we hope you guys enjoy. All right, so we're starting off with some teenage stories. Yes. All right. So the overall consensus after reading a lot of these stories was that most teenage girls genuinely thought they shat themselves <laughs> <laughs> when they found out their first period was in the undies because it does, it comes wow. through dark and you do, you think it's a hectic skitty. All right, let's get into some stories. So I'm 19 and meeting my dad to go and look at a car that I was buying through private sale. I text the guy we are meeting instead of my dad saying, hey, <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I thought it was going. I thought it was going to be that the car had white leather seats or something. Anyway. I texted the guy we were meeting instead of my dad saying, hey, this might be weird, but may you please bring me a tampon? <laughs> I realised immediately what I did, almost died, blocked the guy's number and never turned up to buy his car. I'd do the same. 
Yeah. If I was a teenager and I did that, I would be so humiliated. You yeah. can't come back from that. Yeah. No now matter how good I'd the car be, is. I'd rock up and be like, yeah, <laughs> don't you, fucking mess <laughs> with me. <laughs> Did give you give me, me my tampon? <laughs> <laughs> give me a good price and throw in the tampon for free. But, oh, my God, at 19, there's no way. Okay, when I got my period, I was quite young. My well-intentioned mum wanted to reassure me that a pad would catch all the blood and I didn't need to worry. To do this, she poured a cup of green cordial on a pad. It went absolutely (laughs) everywhere, giving me no confidence in pads and also making me think that's how it was going to happen. I used to wear about eight (laughs) pairs of undies to school because I was so scared of leaking. (laughs) It's just the wrong consistency in everything. Cordial. <laughs> oh my and god. Green. What would you use though? I don't know. Sauce? So, yeah, but that's too I know. Thick. I mean, and why I would we just explain it? Do we have to do a science <laughs> experiment in the home? We like, don't. We really don't. As a teenager, I would always spray impulse. Oh my oh. god, impulse. That oh. takes me right back. Right back. Flashback. Right back. There's butterfly clips. There's in your backpack at school, you had, had an impulse, impulse can. And anytime I walked into the locker room, there was like every fight. There's like tropical delight, what sunset the, dreams. What, what about the like, Spice Girl one? I don't they had remember. a Spice Girl impulse. I would have known because I was obsessed with Spice Girls. It was Girls. huge. Anyway. And I used to use it as microphone as well. It was like a two in one. As a teenager, I would always spray. <laughs> impulse to cover the smell of pads. I still can't stand the smell of impulse now. I think no matter what you covered with impulse, you can't stand the smell of impulse now because the smell of impulse <laughs> is fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's repulsive. But also if you're having to cover the smell of your pad, it's time for a change. Yeah, well said. And that's coming from someone who, I mean, we're going to get to things our kids say, but yes. I've been very open on the podcast yes. before that one time I didn't change my <laughs> period undies probably when I should have and I was laying in bed with Poppy at night and she got into bed and pulled back the doona and she goes, oh, mum, why does it smell like dead fish in here? And my first response was, how do you even know what dead fish smells like? Well, her dad's a fisherman. Yeah, but that fish is really fresh. That doesn't smell (laughs) like death. That that was offensive to the fish. Anyway, I was like, oh, no, 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 everything's fine. She's like, nah, mum, something stinks. This is my four-year-old. Something stinks like dead fish. And I was like, okay, mental note, as soon as you're asleep, I'm going for a shower and I'm going to go change. Holy shit. I was 11 on a family holiday. I got my period for the first time, but it was a bit brownish type of blood. Yes, we agree. I thought it was some sort of diarrhea or that I wasn't wiping myself properly after going to the toilet. So I hid all my dirty undies in the bathroom bin because I clearly couldn't wipe my own ass. (laughs) Safe to say mum found them all and helped me out. Oh, you're not alone. I remember when I got my period being so confused, like what do you do with a pad after you've used it? And I've like flushed pads, flushed tampons because I feel like backpacks. Yeah. I feel like I just had no idea 
what to do with them. And I remember going to a friend's house and my friend's mum had a bin in the toilet but also had this like hanging up some sanitary paper bag type things. What? So that, in her house? Yeah, in her house just to make her daughter feel like she could like take a tampon out, like wrap it in a bit of toilet paper and pop it in the little bag what and then into the bin. Mom. Yeah, and I remember thinking, well, what do I do if I don't have that little bag, like where do I put it? And I'm sorry to the universe the amount of tampons I flushed before I knew that you were meant to throw them out. Yes, yes. Couldn't get the pad right to start with, so ended up walking around with it stuck to my bum. Oh, that's <gasps> happened to me like heaps upside of down. Yeah. So you've just got it the wrong way and it just <laughs> sticks to it your ass that, cheek? That side wouldn't absorb though, Absolutely would it? Absolutely not. That <laughs> no. would drip right off. <laughs> I had my period for about six months when we were off on a beachside family holiday. I was 13 and still uncomfortable with the whole period thing. I was excited to be doing a surfing lesson on this trip. Come the day of, I had my period and was so stressed because I genuinely believe <laughs> sharks would come for me if I went in the water because of the blood. So I decided to give tampons a go Aww. for the first time ever. I got it in and was pretty damn proud of myself. I did the surfing lesson and afterwards my parents took us for lunch and then off sightseeing. I was starting to stress because the tampon leaflet said, don't leave in for more than four hours for risk of TSS. Toxic shock syndrome. Eight hours later and I tried to get it out, it was stuck. Sobbing, imagining how I was about to die, I had to tell my mum. She made me lie down and tried to get it <laughs> out too. Fuck my life. I ended up at the local ED with two doctors eventually cutting it out, mum crying, my baby in the corner and me swearing to not use tampons ever again. Okay, that would give you PTSD. Oh, 100%. For Ever. I remember being with like m one of my first boyfriends and lying awake at night going, oh my gosh, I've got this tampon in that I really need to remove because the packet says if you have this yeah. in for more than four hours, yeah. you are going to get toxic shock syndrome. And I'd lie awake like freaking out, but I didn't want to get up because it wasn't my house and it'd be I awkward. think as a late teen, toxic shock syndrome was kind of like to us what sinking sand or lava was when you were a child. You know how it's one of those things that you really thought was going to be <laughs> like a, a, an inconvenient part of life and really just hasn't Ever kind happened. of shown itself. Look, I, I'm sure yeah. people have had toxic shock syndrome. But I feel like back in the day it was kind of sold to us. It's like, oh, if it gets to four hours in one minute, like, you will die. There's some women out there that are putting bloody alarm systems just yeah. going quick, got to change my like, It's kind of like when you're a toddler and you think that, you, oh, I better know a good way to get out of quicksand because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come across that a lot. Like, you know, it's kind of the same. I'm getting a flashback right now. Here we go. To, yeah, I am. Yes, I'll come um, back to you now. I was in so year 11. We were doing our school play. Mm -hmm. It was a play called Metamorphosis and I was playing Midas, you know, like the Greek god that everything he touches Let turns guess, to gold. you were the main character. No, no, I wasn't. Oh. I was playing his daughter and I had to do this <laughs> scene where I ran up to him, jumped, turned into gold and then had to slide down him like I was solid because I'm gold. So, and the whole set, it was an epic play. The whole centre of the so stage was a shallow pool. Now, I had my period and 
I had a pad on and a tampon in because I'm in this like little white dress playing this girl. This was at rehearsals. It wasn't like the real deal. And I remember because I jumped onto him and slid down and I slid down into water. Oh, no. Anything that was like on the pad then came off onto my dress. And so I'm freaking out. I'm pretty sure that was the dress rehearsal and we had our first performance that night. And so I was rushing around trying to, I didn't want to tell anyone because I was so embarrassed trying to secretly wash this thing but then dry it in time for the show that night and then so knowing I'm in a white dress going into water in front of an audience that night going well I can't have a pad to catch any excess because that's just come off the pad and gone onto my dress so I just have to like have faith in this tampon and I was like I've never had to put as much trust in anything in my life. Thank God for rehearsals. Could you imagine if you did that? No one I don't think noticed but I remember being so stressed by it. Oh that would have been absolutely hectic. My year six girlfriends in 1999 and I were obsessed with who would get their period first. So much so we would even pretend to have them and all marked some little (laughs) calendars we had with our dates and cycles. The day after we did this, I woke up and had my first period. I went to school and told my friends I'd need a new (laughs) calendar to mark as my dates were incorrect. Then mum and dad took me to our fave buffet restaurant to celebrate me becoming a a woman. Is that not, that's, is that's that not the most beautiful thing ever? I know, but I love that everyone was pretending they had their period and, and no one did. <laughs> I was working at a clothing store when I was 16 and refolding the jeans. I noticed something in one of the pockets, so of course oh, I pulled it out. It was a shopping bag from Sanity. Oh, my God, we really <laughs> are going back, aren't we? Impulse Sanity. In brackets, Next we'll be talking about Blockbuster. Oh, in brackets, she's written the old CD store question mark. We know what, what you're know, talking girlfriend. about, we're, we're in your era. That was all scrunched up. Curiosity continued, so I opened it up <gasps> and inside was a used tampon. I was too scared to tell anyone, so I'm pretty sure I just put it back in the pocket <laughs> and pretended nothing happened. Do you get a discount on oh, the jeans surely. if you're buying it? Hey, what about um, <laughs> when used tampons do go missing, Jade? Oh, don't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's share the story. I can't believe, I thought this would never come up. Okay, so Soph and I went away to Sydney. She was early, early pregnant. I was heavily, heavily pregnant, <laughs> bleeding, and I was wearing a white outfit. And Like you did every day of that trip, even well, though you I, had your period. I know, it was, it was weird. Dumb. She's like, I'm away from my children. I'm like, yeah, you got your you're period. hemorrhaging. And anyway, I had to wear a tampon because it was day two and I had to wear my body body. So I had them all locked and loaded just to make sure we weren't going to get a leak and we were standing in front of an audience so we really had to make sure that you know I felt confident really should have just changed my coloring outfit but anyway long story short (laughs) we go home we have another event to go to I have to have a quick change and instead of going to the toilet I'm like oh I've just got to change my tampon so he's like just change it here like just let's just I was probably using the toilet to month yeah you probably were Mm. and so I was like okay I'll just do it here so I, it was dark. I didn't turn the lights on because I was. we were in a rush. I pull my tampon out and go to put it on the table, which I would have cleaned up 
but I put it on the table. I get changed, put my pants on, and then I turn the light on and I'm looking frantically. And Sophie's like, what are you looking for? I'm like, I can't find my used tampon somewhere. I don't know where it's gone. And you're like, what do you mean? There was no joke. A a tampon-sized. Tampon-sized crack in between a wall and the mini bar. (laughs) And the tampon fell down and you there was no there was way. Nothing. We nothing had to move do. an entire cabinet to you get it out. And the thing is, in a, a couple of months' time, that room oh, is going to be smelling. And no one is going to Like a dead rat. They're going <laughs> to <laughs> It's going to be smelling like fucking dead rat in there and they're going to have no idea where it's coming from. They're going to think it's been coming from the fridge because it's like behind the cabinet <laughs> tree of the, the minibar. It won't be the it fridge. Be- <laughs> Is that rude or fabulous that we didn't tell them that that happened? You let us know. What were you going to say? You're going to go down there? <laughs> hey, I flinged my old tampon and I <laughs> can't get it out. <laughs> Oh, my God, do I have the most horrific first period story. Year seven camp to Canberra. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I had my year six camp Australia. to Canberra and it's like, woohoo. It's always at that time that everyone's starting to get their period and you're away from home for a solid four to five and, nights. And half of the cool people are going to the snow and you're <laughs> off to Canberra. Oh, we all went to Canberra. Ours was good because at that time I went to an all-girls school. And what did you do? And we went with the neighbouring all-boys school. Oh, so you yeah. can imagine some absolute year six debauchery <laughs> went down on that trip. Yeah. That would have been Everyone a had a different boyfriend on the bus. Oh, it was it like did. there was a few kisses. Ooh. Like I don't even know what the schools were thinking. Like actually some girls got caught snorting nodos. <laughs> no, not snorting, sorry. I, I don't think you snorted things in year six. But some kids had taken some nodos with them, you know, like those caffeine tablets. And what do they do? Like keep you awake. It's oh, like, like a pinger. But like not, like it's caffeine pinger. <laughs> but still they got in like big trouble. They were like you can't all just be passing around the nodos. <laughs> that is anyway. a no-no with the no-nos. So anyway, this chick, <laughs> she's off to Canberra and I, I had the worst cramps all week. The last day we went to Taronga Zoo and I went to the bathroom to discover I got my first period. I was too shy and ashamed. I was 11 Aww. to tell anyone so I just ignored it and pretended nothing was happening. Jump on, jump to about an eight hour drive to Ballina petrol station, and I had stained through everything. Thankfully, one of my friends had a pad, but it was the most uncomfortable bus ride from Sydney to Gold Coast ever. Oh my God, you poor thing. I wouldn't want to do that bus ride full stop. <laughs> it's a really long <laughs> yeah, shit house. And then had the period in for the first time, and that's just no, crap. It's a big slap in the face. A period is the best excuse to get out of a PE class. True. True. You can't be fine. Any swimming lesson too. But it's a shame if like the swimming lessons are a few weeks in a row and you're like, oh, fuck, I used that last week and now I actually do have my period. That's the worst. You can always prove it. (laughs) (laughs) Myth or is it the first time my sister used a tampon to swim, her friend told her she would feel it expand. (laughs) So she's put the tampon up. And she would go swimming and apparently when you go swimming, she was just going to feel it inside her go. I do find, though, when I'm swimming, my tampon doesn't last for as long. Because water gets inside, 100%. Oh, so that is legit. Well, read the next one. First time (laughs) swimming and never been taught to use a tampon and only the tip was... (laughs) 
was improperly it did expand oh when you first start using it it's so hard to know how far you meant to push that I didn't thing even up. know I had a hole I knew I had I a pee hole. I know this comes up a lot. I know, I but know. that's because no one yeah. said anything, and I looked so, at the. So it wasn't until after you got your period you learnt you had another hole. I did have my period, and I remember saying to mum, "Can you help me with a tampon?" And I think she already knew that I didn't know I had like because if I didn't know where the hole is, how do you start? Like, well, I hope you weren't trying to get a tampon up your urethra because <laughs> that asshole. would be fucking damaged. <laughs> no, so I stuck to a pad, literally, for a while. <laughs> Upside down. Mum joke. Yeah, so I think it took, I think it was literally just before I got sexually active, I was like, wow, there's a hole there. It sort of is a blur, that whole time in my yeah. life. Like oh, I don't yeah. know what happened, when it happened, but yeah. then I sort of. Same. Yeah. All right, relationship and hookup stories. My very heavy period came while driving my crush's car back <laughs> to him, cream material seats. Were you dumped? I, hope I, don't, I don't think they'd had the chance to get together. He was still the crush at this stage. So my first serious long-term relationship, we had just started dating and it was summer. I was sitting on the end of his bed with him and one of his mates, of course. He had to have white sheets. I started to feel warm down there and I looked to see a huge puddle of period blood underneath Mm. me. Oh, dear. I was so embarrassed. Faking to be sick, I asked him to drive me home. I quickly stood up and put his blanket over the puddle of blood so you couldn't see it. I put on a long cardigan as the blood was all over my legs. He questioned, aren't you hot in that? It was 30 degrees. I shrugged his comment off. When exiting the car, I noticed my blood had also leaked all over his dad's car seat. I went inside and bawled my eyes out in the shower thinking he would never speak to me again. Earlier that week, he had thankfully hurt his toe. Later that night, he sent me a message. Man, my toe must be pretty bad. There is so much blood at the end of my bed. Four years later, I told him the truth and he genuinely really thought it was his toe. Oh, I was going to say that would have been so sweet if he was just pretending it was his toe. I had a boyfriend who, like, I bled on the sheets yeah. and he, I don't even remember if I asked for a tampon and he went and got one from his mum's room. Like, I can't remember if I owned up to it or he just saw it, but I came back and he was just, like, putting the sheets away and was like, oh, you know, every Sunday or whatever I clean the sheets and there was just, like, no deal made out of it. Like, they're never, it was so sweet. And I was like, you're a good person. Like, that is... There was no like, ew, or whatever. Yeah. It was just like, oh, you know, we're washing the sheets today. I was like, that's oh, nice. God, love him. My partner and I were getting hot and heavy after our friend's wedding. Ooh, yeah. I'd put my menstrual cup in as I knew my period was due and I figured it was an easy precaution. I hadn't felt any ca- cramping, so I didn't think it had started. Straddling my partner <laughs> who was laying on the bed underneath me, I released the suction and pulled <laughs> the cup out, only it was full of blood that proceeded to spill across his chest. We didn't let that ruin the moment and instead cleaned him up while having a good laugh and got back to business. Oh, that good is on ya. so That's good. Love. Just use it as like a, a massage oil. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> it dries up pretty quickly. Yeah. Know, or you could play like <laughs> murder in the dark or something. <laughs> Make a role play out of it. Whatever you're into. 
When I was a teen, I hooked up with a guy in the morning, woke up and bled all over the bed sheets. This guy was a classic a-hole who would have told the whole world. He was still asleep, but I luckily knew his brother's girlfriend who was asleep downstairs. So I texted her and when the guy got up to have a shower, she stripped the brother's bed who was already at work, luckily, and swapped the brother's sheets over. Neither brothers ever noticed gals are going to stick together. Okay. That is like mission impossible Yeah, that's shit. really impressive. But also he must be a fucking dick if you have to go to those lengths. Well, they can be dicks and then they can just be really awkward, uncomfortable people. Yeah. I have a story. It was with a boyfriend I had for a little bit and he was staying at a friend's house. So it wasn't his house and it was probably like the second time we were together. I've got a tickle in my throat. <laughs> Hang on. She's, <laughs> she's only tried to tell this story six times. I know, it's karma. Don't say it. Anyway, so thank God there were black sheets. And I wake up in the morning and I look down at my hands and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got my period. And I look at his hands and I'm like, oh, gosh, he's, he's got his period. He's got my period. And I'm sitting there thinking, how can I do this without making it really humiliating and really awkward for both of us? Because we don't really know each other that well. So I grab his hands and I look at him and I'm like, can you do me a favor? Can you just get up and like go have a shower and just don't look at your hands? So of of course, the first thing he does is slide his hands straight out of my hand, look at his. He gets up straight away. He pops me up strips the sheets in front of me, pops a load of washing on and then gets in the shower. And I've got to say, for someone that does not get embarrassed very often, I was so embarrassed. Do you think that wasn't a good way for it to have been dealt with? No, I think because he, like the the way he was, the personality that he was, he, he doesn't know how to communicate in situations like that, especially like awkward ones that it's like, probably doesn't know about periods or like I don't know what to do and his way of dealing was let's just clean it up but my way of dealing with it would be like a cuddle and be like oh don't worry about it you know let's go again no (laughs) you know it wasn't the way it was so it was awkward and it lasted a few months and then yeah I met Harry and he does not matter he he actually doesn't have sex he loves his woman every day of the month yeah I once had a shower at my boyfriend, now husband's flat, four guys, three girls, in the shared bathroom while I was on my period. Hours later, I went back in to use the toilet and saw on the towel rail a pair of knickers with a used (laughs) maxi pad in them. My initial thought was, what the fuck? Until suddenly I realised I recognised them. They were mine. Someone had hung them up. I was absolutely mortified. Luckily, I was surpassed in mortification a month later by the flatmate who was watching (laughs) porn and taking action on the toilet with his headphones on and one of the girls walked Dinner on him. <laughs> you can't hang someone's dirty period you undies. You just leave like, them in the corner. Uh, like just leave them. Like yeah. that's humiliating. Yeah, they don't need to be broadcast to the rest of the flat. 
Have you ever walked in on Harry having a wang? Yeah, all the time. Don't you think even though you know it happens and you're so comfortable, it's really awkward? No, I do the washing around him. He he gets like uncomfortable because he's obviously in a zone. <laughs> and I'm wash. no, I do. I'm like I'm like folding and so things, can you see picking them up. Watching and stuff? Look, there was a time when we were at a different house that I walked around the back and I overlooked in and had a peek at what he was watching so I could like understand what he I've, was into. Yeah, I have no issue with porn, but I don't want to know. Like I don't I think you want to know. You don't want to see what they're watching. I don't want to know what he's watching. No. And I did see what he was watching and I literally. We what w- subgenre was it? Um, I can't really say. Yeah. But no. was, it, was it something that you could implement? Well, no. Because <laughs> so, it was girl on girl. <laughs> <laughs> no. So then that's when I realised like there's personal space. And look, out of respect to him, I try not to do the washing around him. I try and stay <laughs> out of the room. Like I'm busy. But if he has needs to do his whatever, I don't need to ever look. It's like for me personally, I don't ever feel the need to look through someone's phone. Yeah. Like it comes to a trust thing. If I trust him, I trust him completely. I don't need to see what he's watching. I don't need to see who he's texting. I don't need to see who he's calling. And I do not need to see his history. That's it. Mm. And I, like that's it. I just mm. don't need to see it. What's the point? Mm. Like, yeah. I just have, have you this... ever seen what Nick has watched or has he ever told you? I th- he would be more than happy to discuss it. But I've just said like, it's porn doesn't really do much for me. Mm. So I'm like, that's that can be just something that you enjoy. But I don't. I just don't feel the need to know about it because I know I'm the kind of person who would then go, or oh, is it? it because that's like I, I don't think I'm any ever someone who could have a threesome because no, I, I think either. I would then overthink it and go like, oh, the way he looked at that other yes. person, is that a different way to how he looks at me? Oh, did yeah. he like this on that person that I don't have? Like, So you yeah. way prefer two guys and one girl than two girls and one guy. I honestly, I honestly think I would overthink both. Yeah. Like, and I think I would overthink the search history as well. Mm-hmm. Just like you can overthink a text message mm-hmm. when it wasn't meant for your eyes. Like, and that's it. Yeah. And you just, it's sometimes you need to know things. Yeah. They're the things you just don't need yeah. to know. Yeah. Like, I even get funny about the fact that, like, like I'm a very now a very body confident person but there were times when I would be like oh my god like Nick's ex-girlfriend had big boobs Mm. or one of his exes had big boobs and I don't like does he miss that type thing so I don't need to know what no it's like when Harry says to me like he'll he'll come up to me and he's like oh look at these big titties and I start laughing because I look down I'm like they these are the smallest <laughs> tiniest motherfuckers you you've ever seen yeah what are you trying to sometimes do sometimes it's like no compliment what I do have I like know. tell me I've got like a a juicy ass Ooh, look at those saggy like, little nipples I don't need to do it. yeah look at those big double d's it's like well they're not mine <laughs> you're your clearly off. thinking about someone else <laughs> It was Halloween and my ex was going down on me and I got my period mid-action trick or treat. <laughs> That's like the new brood or fabulous. That is brilliant. <laughs> oh, general questions. Getting my period, then getting three nosebleeds <laughs> in the same day and just bleeding from both ends. Mate, you should get checked out. You're probably severely iron deficient. <laughs> well, she like, was after that. Yeah. Jesus. 
I'm a midwife, period soaked through my scrubs, blamed it on sitting in a birthing woman's blood. Genius. Absolutely go for it. Bloody genius. They don't don't know any different. To be honest, if you blamed it on no one, (laughs) that woman is not going to notice. No one's going to notice. Someone wrote in, is it just me or do other women get really horny during their period? Discuss. Do you? I do not feel like sex on my period. I prefer to self-love when I'm on my period. It's not necessarily horniness. It's like self-care. Yep. I like the way that you put that. I have no desire desire or want to have sex or to be, like, touched by someone else. It is a me time. Yep. So for me, there is no time for anyone near me on my period. Even yourself? No way in hell. No way. I am just out of bounds for everybody. (laughs) And I have The police tape is up. The chastity belt is on. It's like a tiger just. <laughs> but I have. But what is it because you're. No, I'm not turned Bad on. mood or just like low libido? Low libido. So I've spoken about it probably every single fucking episode <laughs> about the one you're week one that I'm horny. <laughs> and I am, you know, that is when obviously I have more hormones of something and I'm ready to go and I have absolute lack of in that department around my period and it's just a no-go zone and my partner always says to me like I would but I'm just so more than happy to wait and I'm like yeah me too I agree but I I can't tell you how many of my friends are horny on their period so horny on their period does Harry also track your cycle Absolutely not. Do you know what? Because it would be so to his benefit to track it because then he would know your weak window. He does, though. This is the funny thing. He mentally tracks my cycle. All he has to know is when I'm cleaning frantically (laughs) at a certain time and I yell out to him, he's like, it's on, I reckon, five more days. And he's dead right every time. Every Wait, time he knows days until what? my period arrives. So I get this outrage of a cleaning burst and he knows. Five days before your period, period begins. Boom, it's on. And are those five days out of bounds too? <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of time. And then the period ends yes. and then you're good. I'm good. Yeah, so, so as soon as the period's done, he's yes. like, I need to do my best work. Absolutely, yeah. and he does his best work. <laughs> and then he's got a few weeks and then he's off again. few weeks? Yeah. He's got a few days. Yeah, he's got about eight he's days. Eight days to really round up that month. <laughs> Poor guy. Well, it's, not, it's like it it's averages right. it averages out absolutely fine. Absolutely, it does. It's just um, we're all happy, yeah, aren't we, <laughs> Harry? <laughs> we're all happy for one week. Once I forgot the last tampon of my cycle and left it in for the next week. I will say I've worked in an ED department before. It is not uncommon for people to come in because they have forgotten there's one in there for a significant amount of time. And what happens? They just need help getting it out. But it's all like decay and because often what will happen is they haven't realised it's up there and then that one's like smooshed up there and then they put another one in and they have a lot of trouble getting to the string. Like I'm not going to say it's common. You don't like see it every night but like it is a thing that you have to help people take their tampons out. And how do you get it out? 
Well, like you can use a speculum, like like you know those oh, things yeah. that they'd use for a pap smear or yep. whatever, because that just gives you like a clear view to get it out. It's not difficult, no. but I feel like that was that was another fear, like lava and hot <laughs> and quicksand. Forgetting. When you were younger, not the forgetting. They're like, how am I going to reach the cord? <laughs> like thinking that my canal just went on for like kilometers. Like it's not no. that deep. But I feel like that when people start using tampons, their biggest fear is like I'm not going to be able to get it out. When it's like the cord's literally right there. But this is the thing that we're worried about. You don't want the cord lost, but you also don't want it hanging Hang out, out too much because then in your swimwear, yeah. you're seeing a little dangly cord. You so we can't win. win. No, you gotta t- you tuck it up your bum crack. Oh yeah, but then what if you do a poo? Oh well then just get it out before you do the poo. Yeah, but like while you're in cord. bathers, you just have it up your butt crack. Oh, so I've you know it's easily accessible. Up e- easily accessible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not hanging down your leg. Oh, oh, I'm here with the hacks, yeah, ladies. you are. Inserting a tampon in a sleeping bag while at a three-day music festival. I've got to tell you. I ya. do want to know how many people at Splendour just been had their period because kudos to you that you even stayed there. That would have been <gasps> absolutely fucked. Absolutely hell. But also anyone at a festival, anyone camping, anyone not really near a toilet would be It'd be quite hard, like if you're on a tour in Morocco and you don't have... And your husband's got gastro and you're having to clean shit off his balls. Yeah, Yeah. and then you've got your period. (laughs) That would really, really not be be good. That would suck. That would suck. But um, also I just think about like how... Like you need some baby wipes. There has to be a system when you're away. Like you can't just the poor thing. Had an X-ray. What showed up? My tampon. (laughs) Radiographer goes. So that's your tampon. (laughs) Wonder what they were really looking for. Were they just looking for a tampon? (laughs) It got stuck up there. Radiographer. So that's your tampon. (laughs) You're like, yeah, thanks, mate. I can see that. I can feel it. (sighs) How many women have made dodgy toilet paper? pads like rolled up every time they have forgotten to pack supplies I would do that once a month yeah easily even if I just need that little bit extra like if I don't have period undies on and I just feel like oh you know this tampon's probably getting to the end of its four hour eight hour are you checking yours That's not a lot of toilet paper. That's not going to catch shit. No, because oh, I hope not. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, because like <laughs> I am on the absolute like absolute dregs of, and you get and I, you just don't want to waste things. Yeah, I get to the point where I'm like, I'm so over <laughs> using I'm anything done. that I'm just like, I'm going to take the risk and just soil. That some, was about some one, paper. one sheet I used. <laughs> So Anything on it? It's environmental friendly. No, we're all good. Thanks so much for showing me that. feel even closer. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, this is from a family member of mine, <laughs> and we were in the middle of a cafe, and she was wearing all white, about to go to work, and my husband turned to her and was like, "I think you've sat in something all over a white linen dress." Did he know? I or- don't. I don't think he did. No, he He's a bit clueless, sometimes. and he would have said he w- and, yeah. and he's close enough to this yeah. person to say, "Hey, yeah. I think you've got your period." Yeah. All right. Kids say the darnest things. My three-year-old tells daycare that mummy's band-aid in her undies smells yuck <laughs> and does a gagging sound. Oh my god, that almost beats the dead fish. <laughs> mummy's band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, bless your heart. And the fact that she says it smells. Do you know yesterday Yumi came, she obviously found a little tampon box and she had a little handbag and she had it all like in her little handbag, lots of other different things, and she pulled out a pink one and she said, Mummy, this is for your vagina. (laughs) And I was like, oh, thanks, baby. And Billy was like, that's when Mummy bleeds. And I'm like, good on you girls Mm. for understanding. I feel so proud when the girls. Oh, yeah. Like because Poppy always looks at me because, like, I've just got no bathroom privacy whatsoever. And I'm also like. Does any parent? I'm also like, whatever, this is a great way for you to learn. (laughs) But they all, like, when they see the blood, they always look at me because they're like blood equals pain. And, sure, Mm -hmm. like, you get some pain sometimes with your periods. (laughs) But, like, they look at me as though. Like, like I remember some of the first times pops would be like, "Your giny owie, like my knee." To and be I'm honest, like, it no, looks like fine. absolute murder scene. Yeah, and Goldie, if she ever finds a tampon lying around, walks around and tries to put it in her belly button. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, it's just so cute. I'm like, yeah, that's probably like. Probably don't try and put it anywhere else <laughs> yeah. just yet. You Good know. on her though. Yeah, I'm all about teaching them about it. Two-year-old pointed to my liner and said, <laughs> Mummy did it for <laughs> Well, that's what most kids think when they get their period, so your two-year-old's not far behind. All right, we've got some slang terminologies that have been sent in about what we call our period. Let's go. We're going to round out the episode with all the ways that Jade collated that you guys described it. it as it went. A visit from Aunt Flo. I did. I used to say Aunt Flo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Arts and Crafts Week at (laughs) Panty. Who says that? I cannot. On the rags. Lady business, that's 1950s shit. Well, there's some women out there still. (laughs) 1950s. Uh, Oh, the monthly bill. A jam sandwich. Period. Satan's waterfall. <laughs> Passing a liver. Fuck, it the feels clots. like that sometimes. Periods. We've had this discussion mm-hmm. before. If yeah. you say period or periods. I have salsa in my taco. No, no, no. Shark week. Yeah. yeah. Rags. Strawberry week. No, that makes it sound too sweet yeah. and pretty. Riding the cotton pony. <laughs> <laughs> the Dolmio grin. Oh, I have seen those ones. That time of the month. The red tent. The painters are in. <laughs> Surfing the crimson tide. <laughs> oh, God. oh, God. What a nap. What a nap. I feel hot. I feel it's the first time this pregnancy that I've felt stoked to be pregnant because <laughs> it means I don't have to deal with my fucking period. Oh, my God. And the mood swing, although you do get pregnancy. Okay, I take it all back. (laughs) Yeah, the mood has not been okay, but the the period can stay away for as long as it wants. We hope you had some fun listening to that. Bleed on. (laughs) Bleed on through, girls. Bleed on through. And have a good Arts and Crafts Week at Panty Camp. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Beyond the Bump. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and give us a review. If you didn't, good on you. You can also follow us on Instagram at beyondthebump.podcast to stay up to date on behind the scenes and future episodes. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.